So the big question is this, how do everyday investors raise an unlimited amount of capital? How do you buy multifamily properties using other people's money? How do you raise a multifamily fund and deploy capital in a meaningful way? That is the big question. And this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Roger Jones and welcome to Multifamily Fund Secrets. So welcome back to another episode of Multifamily Fund Secrets. My name is Roderick Jones and I am your host. Today we are talking about mastering the capital raising mindset. But before we get into that, let's hear the disclaimer. Disclaimer, everything you hear on this episode or everything you hear on this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your financial advisor, your securities advisor, and or your CPA before making any investment decisions. Everything you hear, make sure you check and verify with those professionals before you take any of the information used in this podcast and use it in your business. This is not an offer to buy securities. This is not an offer to sell securities. There is no offer or recommendation being made on this podcast. Investing is risky and you can lose all of your money. So now that we have that disclaimer out of the way, today we are talking about how to master the investor or how to master the capital raising mindset. And so the capital raising mindset, when when raising money for a multifamily fund, a lot of people believe that since they don't have any money, they can't do deals. Or because they don't have money, because they don't have millions of dollars, or because they don't have, you know, billions of dollars, they they cannot do deals until they can work up enough capital on their own in order to get in deals of a bigger, you know, in order to get in bigger deals and take on deals of a bigger size. And I want to tell you right now that that is not true. And that is a false belief. You don't need capital to raise capital. You don't need a ton of capital to get into bigger deals. You only need four things, four main things in order to master the capital raising mindset. You need to have the ability to do this. Let me know when you're ready. Are you ready? All right. Come closer. Listen, listen, come closer to the put your put your ears closer to the um, to the uh, to the stereo or to whatever this is coming out of, because these four things are going to blow your mind. They're so simple. Here it is. You need to have the ability to read. That's number one. Number two, you need to have the ability to write. Number three, you need to have the ability to do simple math. And when I say simple math, I'm talking about add, subtract, multiply, and divide. And then number four, You need to have the ability to speak. So let's go through this again. You need to have the ability to read. You need to have the ability to write. You need to have the ability to do math. And you need to have and you need to have the ability to speak. And if you notice, none of those qualities involved money. Now, why is that? The reason being 
is because being able to write, read, speak, and do math is the currency. In order to raise money, you have to be able to write your investment thesis down. In order to raise money, you have to be able to read your investment thesis out loud or read the pitch deck that's put in front of you. Over, Look over the words that you have written down. In order to raise money, you have to be able to add, subtract, multiply, and divide, divide. Figure out how much money comes in from a deal. Figure out how much money goes out from a deal. Figure out how you're going to pay your debt to the lender and figure out how investors get paid from a deal. And then you have to have the ability to speak, meaning articulate what you're saying in your pitch deck. Articulate everything you're saying on the financial statement or on, on the um, model and on the projections. Articulate why you think this is a good deal. Articulate how the investors are going to get their money back. Articulate why this deal is going to generate the returns that it's looking for. And if you can do that, then you can raise an unlimited amount of capital for your multifamily fund or for a multifamily fund or for a fund period. And why do I say that? I say that because money is a tool and capital is a tool and capital is always looking for a place to go. It doesn't want to sit stagnant. If it sits stagnant, it doesn't make money. If it sits stagnant, investors don't earn money. If it sits stagnant, investors lose money or money doesn't work. And if money isn't working, then it can't earn anything. And if it's not earning anything, then it's decreasing in value because inflation is eating it up. So if you have the ability to come in, read, write, do simple math and speak, you can raise an unlimited amount of capital. If you have the ability to, and the reason I say this is because if you have the ability to lay out a plan and show how you can execute that plan to your investors and investors get it, then the capital unlocks. And what I mean by that is this. So let's say you have a deal, this deal you're raising capital for, and you want to do a multifamily fund. You don't have any money and you don't know where you're going to get the money from. Okay, so the first step is to determine if it's a good deal. So you sit down, this is where the math comes in at. You add, subtract, divide, and multiply. So you sit down and you figure out and you run through the six data points. The six data points is this, current NOI, performer NOI, sources and uses, exit strategy, and how many units. And if you want a copy of those six data points, you can visit www.multifamilyfundsecrets.com backslash nothing because you can just get the data points at multifamilyfundsecrets.com. All right. So you sit down, you figure out how much money comes in, how much money goes out. So you take your income, you subtract it, you subtract your expenses and bam, you're left with the NOI. Once you're there with the NOI, then you figure out how much debt and equity am I going to put together? Am I going to do, you know, the traditional stack, 75 debt, 25 debt, I mean, 25% equity, 75% debt. Once you have that, then you figure out, okay, what is my payment going to be? So you, then this, this is where you multiply. You multiply this and this. Figure out where your payment is going to be. Then once you have your payment, you take your NOI, you subtract your debt service coverage, or you subtract your loan amount. And then once you subtract that loan amount, bam, you're left with cash flow. Okay, so now you figure out, this is how much cash flow I have left to play with. Can this cash flow pay my investors back? So then once you figure out that, you, this is where multiply, 
multiplication come in as multiplication comes back in. You times this by this and bam, you get how much you owe your investors. And then after that, you subtract your cash flow minus um, your investor payout. And then you're left with free cash flow. Is this a positive number? Is it a negative number? If it's a negative number, how do you turn it into a positive number? Do you decrease the offering price? Do you increase the value some way? Or if it's a positive number, how you how do you make it a better positive number? Do you increase the value some way? Do you add more fees? Do you increase the rents? What do you do? So once you have that, then you say, okay, this is a good deal. It can pay investors back and it can pay investors back at this rate. So now you go and you come up with an investment thesis. My investment thesis is this. Let's give a sample investment thesis. If you buy multifamily assets under their intrinsic value, then you will generate positive returns for your investors. Does this deal meet your investment thesis? Yes, it does. I bought this multi. I'm go, we are going to buy this multifamily property below intrinsic value. Therefore, it's going to generate returns for my investors. Now, this is where that's that's where writing comes in at. So this is where reading comes in at. You write that down and you read it. Does this look good? Does it sound good? Is my punctuation right? Now, here's where writing comes back in at. Now you write what you're going to do to the deal, why it's a good investment, why you feel like this is the best deal for your investment thesis, why you feel like investors should invest in this deal, and why and when investors invest in this deal, how they'll get their money back, when they'll get their money back, and how much they'll make on that money for investing into this deal. So now you're writing all that out. And then you're going to go and you're going to read it. So once you read it, you say, okay, this sounds really good. My invest my investment thesis is there. Investors can follow along with what I'm saying. And I think I laid my idea out in a simple format. And whoever I give this to can follow along and think along the same path or the same way that I'm thinking about this deal. Once you do that, so we 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 have done our math, we multiplied, added, subtracted, and divided. We've read the deal. We've read our investment packet. We've written our investment packet, our investment thesis and our pitch deck and everything like that. Now it's time to speak. You go out, you speak to investors about the deal. You speak to investors about what you've written in your pitch deck. You speak to investors about your investment thesis. And if investors agree with your investment thesis and they think your thesis is right, they will invest. If they don't agree with your investment thesis and they think your investment thesis is wrong, they will not invest. But you are going into the marketplace with your pitch deck and you're pitching investors and you're giving them an opportunity to invest in an opportunity that you feel is the best opportunity for their money. None of this, you may have to you know, use capital to get the pitch deck developed. You may have to use capital to get the deal underwritten and things like that. But none of this did you have to spend millions of dollars on. If you don't have the money, you can go out and raise it through a multifamily fund. And you don't have to have a million dollars to start a fund. You, as long as you can write, read, do simple math, and speak, you can raise multifamily funds. So that is it for today. 
I'll see you on the next episode tomorrow. Thank you.